guys, today is Monday, January 18th, and welcome to episode 44 of Knits and Stuff. My name is Alicia, and today we'll be talking about finished objects, works in progress, pretty things, local delights, and wibbly wobbly tiny wine. Um, first, welcome to those of you that are new, and for those of you that are returning, thanks for coming back. Um, if you haven't already, there's a group in Ravelry that you can join. It's called Knits and Stuff Podcast, and there'll be a link in the show notes, which are at knitsandstuff.wordpress.com. So let's get started. Um, I have finished objects this week. Yay! <laughs> so I was working on um, some toe top-down socks, uh, the Knitmore Girls Vanilla Sock by Jasmine Canty, and these are the finished socks. So this is out of Quarry Fiber Self-Striping Sock, uh, the 7525 Merino Nylon in the colorway Menorah. It came in a kit, um, in a Hanukkah kit, uh, which came with this bag and some matching stitch markers, um, and then the, the Menorah yarn. So I knit these on US ones 2.25 millimeters. Um, the I made some modifications to the pattern just for the number of stitches I cast on, um, or 64 instead of 58, I think, um, or 62 instead of 58, one of those, <laughs> and it's in my, my pattern notes. Um, and then I did the heel flap, but I did, I alternated the pearl and, um, the slip stitch, pearl and slip stitches so that they had a different pattern. Um, than the slip stitch on top of each other <laughs> and then um, yeah and then I did the regular uh, the regular gusset and then when I got to the toe I did slightly more decreases I think um, because I had more stitches so or I, I did the math to um, to decrease to the right amount to get the right toe so let me take one of these off, but, um, and these are my little quirky sock blockers <laughs> by, um, Perfectly Catchy Designs. I think I got these at Stitches West, so, uh, this is, that's what the toe looks like. Oh, and I tried the knitted graft on one of these, and it wasn't this one, it was the other one, um, and it's basically the same, uh, idea as Kitchener stitch, but with Kitchener stitch you use your needle, um, your sewing needle, <laughs> like the yarn needle as opposed to a knitting needle, um, and that is, uh, that, that's, I find that to be a little bit easier than trying to do the knitted, the knitted graft, but, um, in the pattern, uh, they give both options. There's Jasmine's preferred method and Gigi's. So, um, but yeah, I think I prefer the uh, the regular Kitchener stitch with the needle instead of the knitted graft. But yeah, so these are ready to be um, washed, and then once they dry, I will uh, stick them in the bag and send them off for. Uh, for a very late Hanukkah gift, <laughs> and this is how much yarn I have left, so that's quite a lot. Um, these are made to fit basically size 8 to 9 probably, uh, is what my friend's shoe size is, so, and um, the leg is about as long as the 
as long as the foot. So even with all of that, there's so much yarn left. I haven't weighed it yet though, but um, yeah, I'll probably, I don't know what I'll do with the, I wonder if there, there might be enough to make some shorter socks for me, maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe, maybe like if I use a different color heel, oh, that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> so I might do some of that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my finished object. Um, I haven't had one in a while. <laughs> so, um, I'll just leave this in front. <laughs> so works in progress. Um, I am working on that winter seashell and this is in the silver shed bag. Um, so this is the winter seashell by Liz Abenanti. Um, I named it out of a verb for keeping warm clover in the colorway beach glass and um, on US 6's 4.0 millimeters and I knit two rows <laughs> since I last uh, showed it um, two weeks ago so but I'm the rows are like I said, much, <laughs> like I said before, much longer than they were when you start out. So it's taking a little bit longer to get through each row, but it is still using up a bit of yarn. So I am getting close to um, to going through all the yarn. And then once I get uh, a little bit closer to the end, I'll start weighing it and seeing how much uh, it takes to do a row. And hopefully I'll have enough to do um, a cast off and not much more left over. So yeah, so that is the winter seashell. And then I'm also working on something new that I got as a Christmas gift. And it's not knitting, but it is a cross stitch, I guess you would say. Um, so my friend got me the uh, Year and Stitches calendar kit. Oh, look at that glare. <laughs> there you go. Um, and it's from Heather Lynn's home and it is basically the 12 months um, printed on cardstock and with a, a little cross stitch pattern on it and you can poke holes and it comes with uh, the needle and the thread embroidery floss um, and then uh, some instructions basic instructions and um, you can you get to poke holes in it and then start your own little cross stitch. So this is January. My goal is to finish it this week or yeah, I guess by the end of last week slash this weekend. <laughs> so um, I should be able to finish uh, that bottom row today, hopefully. But this part um, up here is already uh, embroidered and um, you can see my my stitches on the back <laughs> and then I don't know if it's yeah you can see that so those are the holes you're supposed to pre-poke the holes um, at the tip of each X basically there's a, a slightly higher let's see <laughs> uh, there's little dots at the end of each X so you're supposed to poke holes there and uh, it'll make it easier to to go through um, when you have your floss in your needle so um, yeah I don't know if it's necessarily easier I guess it's a little bit faster um, but it's still kind of hard on your hands to work with paper and or to work with cardstock and then the full um, embroidery 
floss um, thread because <laughs> you're not splitting normally you cross stitch you split like one or two strands of the embroidery floss out but with this you're using the whole thing so um, I feel like it's a little bit harder so it's taking a little bit longer than maybe regular cross stitch would but um, yeah but that's another work in progress so hopefully I'll finish this soon and then I'll finish February's before it before February starts so um, but yeah that's another work in progress and that's all I've been working on really um, so pretty things uh, I still have a backlog of pretty things to show um, but uh, one of the things that I bought uh, a while back is um, something from Knit Spin Farm uh, it's one of Joanna's bats. Um, it has, before I open it, it's called Winter Dawn and um, it has BFL, Coradale, Falkland, Merinos, and Silk Noil. Um, and it's about two, two and a half, what is this? Two and seven eighths ounces, so almost three ounces of fiber. Um, and it's these purples and greens and black and I'll try to pull it out without making too much noise um, and oh, a little bit of blue so that's what that's what it looks like um, so I'm excited to to spin well, <laughs> to spin this up um, I've heard good things about Johanna's bats so it should be should be a nice spin um, I haven't done much spinning lately so I feel I've been feeling the itch to, to do some spinning, but um, I haven't started anything yet. So, oh, and this is the back of that, that card. Um, yeah, so that is Pretty Things. And let me stick this back in here. Oh. And that would bring us to Local Flights. So, um, last weekend, I want to say, uh, well, I, if, if you've seen um, some of the past episodes, I talked about on one of them um, doing the Beat the Flirch run um, in Sacramento. So after my friends and I did that run, we decided it would be fun to sign up for another run. Uh, so we signed up for one right after the holidays and um, didn't train too much for it. <laughs> so. Uh, but it turned out okay. It, we signed up for the hot chocolate run and it is um, all over. They have different locations, but the one near us is in San Francisco and it happens every January. Um, and at the end of the race, you get hot chocolate, which is why it's called the hot chocolate run. And it's through Golden Gate Park. Um, and I think it was for the Ronald McDonald Foundation, um, I want to say. Either that or that was the Beat the Birch one. Um, I'll have to check on that, <laughs> but, uh, so we signed up for the 15k, because the race that we ran before that was a 10k, and, um, it turns out that because we signed up for the, uh, in one of the later corrals, uh, actually the last corral, by the time we got to the start line, it was a half hour after <laughs> the race had started, um, so while we were keeping on pace to what they recommended us to keep on pace to unless um, we were to miss some of the uh, aid stations we still um, got cut short because I guess we started so late that um, rather than go down the coast so the, the course was go through Golden Gate 
then go down the coast um, of San Francisco if you're familiar the west <laughs> the west coast of it and then come back up and then go back through Golden Gate Park and then um, and that would be the 15k but we ended up only running about six miles five and a half to six miles instead um, because we started so late so uh, while it is a fun run and a nice a nice course to do um, definitely if you're gonna do it sign up for uh, one of the earlier corrals so that you're not cut short because normally I feel like uh, most races, at least that I've done, have kept the aid stations open um, generously longer <laughs> than this one. So usually if you're doing like a walking pace, then um, then you'll meet every aid station and you'll be okay. But for this one, um, I guess they were pretty strict on time. So um, if you're going to sign up for it, sign up for earlier corrals. So next year if we do it again, we'll probably go a corral or two up. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was, <laughs> it was fun. Um, it would have been a great day for, for a run down the coast too, because it was not rainy. It was a little bit sunny, um, and not too cold, but it was a good, good day for a run. So, um, yeah, that's another, another run that we did, um, in the city and... That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so we'll probably be looking for another one to do, um, maybe not in the city this time, but um, in another local area. So I'll, uh, I'll mention that if, if anyone's interested in, uh, in signing up for runs or hearing about runs in the area, um, probably talk about it too. So yeah, that is Local Delights, and that would bring us to Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey. And I think this week I'll talk about episode 10 of season 9 of Doctor Who. And next week I'll talk about 11 and 12 together. I think that sounds right. And then I still have to watch the Christmas special. So, um, but if you haven't seen episode 10 of season 9 of Doctor Who, um, I will put up a little spoiler things here. Um, so I won't spoil anything for you. And you can come back when it's done or you can just sign up now. Um, and you know, I'll see you guys in two weeks. Um, but otherwise, uh, season nine, episode ten, uh, called Face the Raven, and it was um, Clara's last, well, her farewell episode. Um, and the plot was that one of her friends, um, who I can't remember what episode he was in before, but. Um, uh, but the doctor calls them local knowledge. I think it was the one with, with like the 2D people or creatures. I think that was the one. But um, so Clara gets a phone call from from Rigsby and um, and he he has a countdown tattoo on his back. And it turns out that um, that he was framed for a crime um, by. Uh, someone and he couldn't remember anything from this time um, from the time that he was found uh, and and he was punished by this countdown um, to his death essentially and so Clara and the doctor had to help him find where he was and um, find this secret location that was a pretty interesting uh, and kind of creepy, I guess, because it was the, the idea was that you would um, 
there would be these locations that you don't even notice and um, my phone just went on low battery <laughs> there would be these locations that you don't even notice because you're so used to walking by the same places and everything seems so ordinary um, and so I guess they're basically uh, these areas that are hidden in plain sight so this is where this little alleyway was set up um, and they they took a, a while to find them and um, I guess there was like this distraction technique too that it had um, but it was kind of interesting to to see that like camel camouflage method um, that the uh, that the alley was using and the governor of the alley as they find out very soon um, is Ashilda or Maisie Williams um, so she's been making quite a lot of appearances in the episode in the season this this year um, and she was the one that put the um, I already forgot what it was called but the uh, the countdown on uh, Rigsby's back and um, because you find out later that not because he actually committed any sort of crime and the person that he w was thought to have murdered wasn't actually dead to begin with um, but she wanted to lure the doctor out because um, because she promised him to to some unknown people and so that was pretty uh, messed up of her <laughs> I feel like her character is uh, very I don't know she's kind of complex but I, I don't know that I like her because <laughs> she's not very good um, but I guess she has been living a long time and with no one really to um, hang out with <laughs> for a while she can't get attached to anyone because she can't die and the doctor doesn't want to hang out how hang out with her so um, I guess I'd be pretty upset too <laughs> so um, so Clara is foolish and asks um, Rigsby to transfer this curse over to her which um, breaks some sort of contract that uh, Shilda had and now Shilda can't take the curse off and so Clara ends up dying um, spoilers and it was actually really sad so this was another episode that I watched on the plane and even though Clara is not my favorite companion um, I was so sad <laughs> in this episode when um, they went through her whole departure and the death and the way she talked to the doctor and it was yeah it was it was a pretty good um, farewell episode and uh, yeah it was it was interesting there were a lot of a lot of different things that go that went on um, but yeah, so this, this was Clara's last season, so, um, but I guess spoilers for, um, for next, the next couple episodes for 11 and 12, she does come back and, um, for, for the season, but then at the end, I think she's pretty much done, um, but there is a potential to always bring her or Maisie back, um, if they wanted to, so, um, but yeah, it was a, it was a good it was a good farewell episode um, and an interesting interesting plot. But the next two episodes get even more interesting, so um, we'll talk about those next time. But that yeah, that's pretty much all I have for this yeah this week I think so um, yeah so uh, social media stuff I'm Eliana Nitz on Ravelry um, Unperfect five two nine on Twitter Instagram Pinterest etc. Um, and the Knits and Stuff podcast group 
in on Ravelry, come join it if you want. Um, let me know what you think about uh, Doctor Who if you have any comments on this week's uh, or on this episode's thread. Um, yeah, and that's that's all I have for you guys. Um, I should be recording again in two weeks, so I will see you guys then. And thanks for watching. Bye.